0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Who You Got with. Melo. And Rado. is a sports podcast where we talk your favorite sports debate, sports highlights, and sports matchups. And we got a good one for you guys today. But before that, we want to say that we're doing a little virtual podcast today. I'm in a totally different country, 3,000 miles away. Melo, you're in the yes. U.S. I'm in Bulgaria. I was say, I'm still home, but uh, your boy, we your a boy room Rado room. went back to the motherland. I would say this is actually
1: not our first time doing this. Uh, I would say Rado goes back home every year. And last year when we first started, we had actually when we first introduced video. Exactly. So our, was, our, our first video you,
0: podcast was actually was when you virtual. Was in
1: Bulgaria. Exactly.
0: So it's Man. good
1: it's nice to come back uh, a year later. I, I don't mind doing these uh, virtuals whenever we're traveling. Um, so it's good definitely uh, that you're, you could be able to go home, enjoy your summer, and we're still doing our Who You Got stuff.
0: That's a fact. That's a fact. And uh, also, if you guys are just watching the video, make sure you guys click that like button and click that subscribe button. Also, oh, click yeah. that notifications bell so you guys can get notified on the next time you get our videos from us. And also, we want to tell you that we got a Patreon out right now. If you guys want to check that out, patreon.com slash who you got. We're also on Twitch, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere you want to find us. Also, make oh, sure... Yeah. You guys just want to listen to the podcast if you if you don't got time to just watch if you want to listen on the r- drive somewhere or when you're going to work check out apple spotify google podcasts podbean we're everywhere man
1: everywhere and anywhere like at man. this point i just randomly look up podcast spots and search us and i find us so like that's a fact. We're anywhere and everywhere i tell you
0: that's a fact. We, and we're growing too. We're growing in other places. We're also on SiriusXM. Um, they they actually put out our clips on SiriusXM in 10 minute intervals sometimes. And we're on Roku TV as well. And the last thing I want to say is uh, our personal Instagrams. Mine is the iconic dude and Mellow. Mellow, the notorious. That's right. And what are we talking about today, Mellow? Let, let the people know.
1: Man, you already know what it is. If you don't know, it's the end of the month. You should know by now what we're here for. We're here to talk about the next upcoming UFC event. And this one we got UFC 277. Ooh. This is something that a lot of people have been waiting on for the sole fact that the championship match in the main card um, is pretty much a rematch of Amanda Nunez versus Juliana Pena, uh, pretty much the biggest upset in women's MMA history and true, probably true. women's sports history. Like when it comes to the betting odds I think that was the largest and just one It was score. it was
0: actually it was third best uh third best I mean sorry third uh like highest odds. Ah, she she was at like course. 800 you know 800 uh, plus and the highest odds ever were like 1600 plus uh you know but this was like back in UFC 120 or something like that so it was you back, know back in the Ronda days Exactly exactly yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean there's actually like two fights on this card that these fighters have fought each other previous. So uh, yep. two main two main, you know, um, fights are definitely going to be something to look at. And, of course, that third fight is really interesting as well. It's the big heavyweight matchup. So we wanted to talk about oh, those yeah. three, right?
1: For sure. We got
0: uh,
1: Amanda Nunez versus Juliana Pena rematch uh, for the woman bantamweight title. Um, basically a flyweight hype main event. Um, Brandon Raynard just lost the trilogy, uh, yep. didn't lose all three, but just lost the third one uh, to a very controversial loss to Davidson Figueredo for Figueredo. the flyweight uh, belt. Um, Figueredo won a Kai, Kai Kai France to get his shot next. Um, Brandon won his shot next. Daniel White did the best thing, put them both against each other for the second time in four years, and said so whoever wins pretty much get that spot at the exactly. gold again. And then, like, and like, Rado mentioned, heavyweight bangers, Derek Lewis versus Sergey Popovich. And there's pretty much, like, a 0.2% chance that this doesn't end in a knockout. Like, it's, it's so
0: much 0.2%, i am going to give it less. All the, all Literally, way. basically,
1: someone's getting ko So, those are the three fights we want to talk about. You already know how we do it. We talk about the fights and the implications for the fighters afterwards. Why do they win or lose? Um, pretty much, we can just go ahead and get right into it.
0: Yeah, why don't we go ahead and get into the heavyweight matchup. I mean, Derek Lewis, obviously, everybody really knows about him already. And Sergei Pavlovich, he's an up-and-counter, but he's been beating guys left and right. So we start talking his about that? Resume,
1: his resume is very, very good. Definitely, we'll just go right into that one. Um, yeah. Derek Lewis, you already know who he is. If you don't, then you don't watch UFC. We're talking about the knockout The knockout uh, Holder. The is hot. Exactly. Uh, best, mic, best mic drops and knockout record 13s are record-breaking 13 knockouts in the UFC, uh, pretty much. And he's only been in the UFC for eight years. So my man pretty much came in throwing bombs at everyone, became a household name, as he said, along with the mic drops. Um, and like you mentioned, Sergey is not known, but at 15-1, and one, he has handled some top contenders in, yep. in the heavyweight division. And if you don't know about him, um, then you better learn, and you will learn. Um, pretty much his only loss came in his UFC debut against Alistair right. Overeem, and that's that was a TKO. But since then, 15 straight, undefeated. Um, I think he got six that went to distance. Um, I think five, uh, three that won knockout. So he's yep. another one of those heavyweights that kind of got all of it together. You know, yeah, So this is going to be a great fight. I think, like I said, it's going to be a knockout. Um, obviously, you got Derrick Lewis. Now, last time we seen him, Cyril Gain. Uh, Cyril Gain, I'll, I'll, I'll everything him. But I will give it to him. It was the best Derrick Lewis we've ever seen.
0: Yeah, he stayed really? in there with, with Gain most of the fight. Stayed in there.
1: Definitely. And it was uh, more stand than we ever seen. Uh, a little bit more grappling and wrestling. I actually thought that while wow, I didn't think he was going to win, I thought that was the best, best Lewis we've seen. Um, is that gonna be enough going up against Sergey? That's that's the big question. So what what do you think?
0: I mean that is a question. And uh, Sergey, yeah, he's had twelve knockouts and a three three by decision. But I mean the one thing that you that's gotta look it's... at this fight. Uh, obviously Derek Lewis is a little bit older. You know he's seven years older, honestly. So even though Sergey is uh, just turning thirty, he just like literally turned thirty. If you look at the tail of the tape, like my man's got a big reach on, like a seven-inch reach advantage. That's Sergey Pavlovich does, and um, that's definitely gonna help him out. As a heavyweight, to have that big of a reach advantage to be able to stay back and and punch your way in there, there's no like, uh, it's it's not like surprising that he won his last three fights in the first round. Like my man oh, is yeah. literally like. A, He's a knockdown king just because of the the amount of reach he gets on people. He loves using, like, straight jabs and then going in for that left hook, that crazy hard left hook. And two of the last three opponents, he actually beat with a left hook, and that's how he knocked him down and uh, pretty much won those those fights. And they were both – all three were in the first round, his last three fights. So he's definitely something to be reckoned with. Obviously, Derek Lewis, like you said, his previous fight that he was in with Cyril Gane, I thought he actually did pretty well. Like in, in some of those, uh, you know, some spots he looked like he was going to win that fight, um, the Cyril Gane fight. But coming, I mean, it, it really didn't until like the, the third and fourth, you know, then it started looking a little bit sloppy, but uh, and they were getting tired. But honestly, like this type of fight it's it's only a 3 rounder so they're not going to be getting into those later rounds and honestly i don't see it going past the second round bro like this this type of fight they're going to be going at it i see them both oh, like yeah. picking each other's spots um, definitely sergey's problem is that he takes a lot of shots too he doesn't like he doesn't have like great defense that's the one pr- big problem with him but I do think that Derek Lewis is gonna get a few shots on him, but they're not gonna be knockdown shots. I just think that Sergey has the reach and he's gonna be able to like knock his way around and and get Derek a little bit tired, move him around the ring, and probably get a, a few decent shots in them in the second round. And that's that's where it's gonna go down to. They're not gonna stay on the ground. They're gonna fight up top like boxers. Yeah, and
1: yeah. Oh yeah.
0: It's gonna be a knock knockout for me in the second round by Sergey Pavlovich. And people are actually gonna know about him like after this. What about you though? What you think about this one?
1: So I actually um I do got so damn, you called it that, yeah, second hey, wow. round
0: I was thinking you gonna pick Derek for a second
1: no, 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 say so the same, man. Derek don't have the distance anymore. uh, you get anyone that goes up against him what better standardized usually don't end out well for him. We've already established all he has is that one nuclear option, which is that overhand right. Sergei, obviously, like you did mention, he does take damage. The reason I'm not really worried about that, he and, like, every other fighter who does fight Derek, they know that all they have to do is negate that right hand. So he's not going to have no problem keeping his distance with that reach, trying to outbox him, um, be a little bit more technical. And he throws a lot more punches Than Derek does. Pretty much, he. Derek throws about one to two punches per minute, sometimes even less. Mm -hmm. Sergey throws four per minute. They both hit with the same amount of accuracy. So that's just not going to be a good night uh, for Derek Lewis. Um, He's going to be tired after the first round, like you said, not even before the first round finish. He's going to be gassed. Um, I can imagine since the last. Fight with Sergio game. He's done nothing but work on his stamina. But at the end of the day, he's past his prime, past his peak. Um, everyone, I, I've said it from the get-go. They're gonna keep facing him against big names um, because of who he is. But yeah. he don't not have the talent anymore uh, to beat the top five fighters in that heavyweight division. And now, mind you, if he does, it might be something uh, just very, very like of Last minute knockout, obviously. You know what I'm saying? So that's something
0: that might happen, but other than that, I don't think so. Mm. I mean, it's it's interesting though because uh, like obviously Derek Lewis, the the like the last five fights that we saw from him were so up and down. Like you didn't obviously the top five guys, like you said in the heavyweight division, are tough for him to beat. But other than that, like he's taking care of business against the other guys. Like uh against dukakis you got him in the in the first round knockout so he still has that knockout power at all times you know that he does and he can easily like hit you with one shot that'll just like knock your lights out but but yeah i I mean i I totally agree with you i think that his time is done and that's unfortunate because i love the way this man talks i love i loved his style of you know but he He just can't take it a distance he can't take it a distance and uh I mean, other guys. I mean, if you look at Pavlovich, my man is built like a like a rock. Like he, like he's literally chiseled out of like stone, bro. Like my man, and he can he can actually take it a distance. You know, he, he's he's able like uh, to de- definitely take it past the second and third round. The one thing about Derek Lewis, he has more. Um, he's he's had more five round fights, so his average fight time is around like twelve minutes, and Pavlovich's average fight time is like two minutes and thirty seconds. So that's right, insane. Right. for for sixteen for fights. View, the average, round?
1: He got like he got like what thirty six pro fights, he's only want the distance to six of
0: them. they're good. Right, right, right. So, but I'm telling like Pavlovich to, to have under one under a first round average to have sixteen fights, that's insane. Yeah. So like his average fight time is like Literally, three minutes, which is insane, bro. That telling that, yeah,
1: people out, man. He's, exactly. He's out. Exactly.
0: So, I think I, we're totally on the same page right there. Totally agree with you about that. Yeah.
1: No, so the question got to be, like, what's next for these fighters? Um, what do you think? So, we both think Sergey's is going to win. What do you think is going to happen next for Sergey? We got Francis Nagano, the champion in that division. Cyril Gain, who just lost to Francisco last year, is number one contender. Yeah, I'm not giving then him um, yeah, was
0: I don't think so either. For almost two years now, knowing nothing. I know um, who I'm picking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Ty give Tuovasa. him Ty to I think he's got to fight Ty to after this. We got to see him against another big name, against another guy that that can actually like hold, like stay the distance. Honestly, I think that'd yeah. be a good matchup.
1: I think they might. Um. Yeah, I think they might. It sucks that Ty hasn't gotten a uh, crack at one of the top three yet.
0: Yeah, that's uh, true, but that's because they're... they're...
1: After he beat Derek, Derrick, but a lot of these heavyweights are not fighting. They're literally, like, think about it. We haven't seen Cyril Gang since he lost to Nugano, and we haven't seen Cyril Gang and Nugano in probably a year, and we yeah. haven't seen Stipe in more than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Stipe's been that's out cool. for a while, and I don't even know if he's got a fight coming up, like, in, in the works or anything. Literally.
1: So, Um. this point but... is
0: tight to Vasa, Curtis Blades, and pretty much, but I'm going to be honest, also, just, there's, just broke his leg. there's also another so, guy Ivano from Bulgaria. Shout out Bulgaria. Man, oh, man. Boy. I mean, he is like, he's up there in the rankings right now. So I, I could, I could see him either possibly if Derek Lewis wins this fight, because even if Derek Lewis wins this fight, he's not getting past like a, a top, another top five guy, you know, he's going to have to fight another top five guy to get to the championship. I think Derek Lewis could potentially fight Blagoy, or they could put Sergey against Blagoy in a in a fight. No? You don't think so? Your boy's your boy's fifteen. Yeah, well well he, he did, but Derrick, he, Derrick he was Kool's still. Derek Lewis not 15.
1: fighting anyone. Not fight anyone out of the top ten.
0: Well the, that's the thing, like Blagoy just fought somebody in the top ten and he just they he beat him, but and I don't know why they didn't bring him up the rankings, like um because
1: he only but, got
0: the resume. I mean they they just had like yeah, he's old. That's the only problem with him. He's like 30 or 38 years old, Lugoy, but I could see it. Yeah. Even if, like, even if Derek Lewis loses, maybe they could put him against, uh, in a, in a fight against him. Uh, but of course, that's just my w- my wishful thinking. I, I do think it's going to be, uh, Sergey versus Taito Uvasa next if Sergey Pavlovich wins this fight. That's what I'm really thinking.
1: No, I definitely think that's the fight to make. Um, I just was really hoping that they'll give Ty Tovasa a shot at Cheryl Gaynor or one of them. Um, and I just looked it up. Uh, they might actually do Derek Bruce versus um, well, versus your boy. Yeah, um,
0: yeah.
1: it's gonna be a, a rematch in twenty nineteen.
0: It would be it'll be a rematch, exactly. And Derek boy, won
1: that. That was one of Derek's decisions. Yep. So that, they, might, they might that might be interesting. Got a nice chin. And he gotten a lot better since then, so that might be interesting. So, be, actually, but now that I know that they fought each other before, that rematch, because uh, they love rematches right now. Of course, um, man. And speaking yeah, of rematches,
0: speaking of rematches, you know next. what's
1: next. Yes, sir. Brandon Moreno versus Kai Kai uh, for the flyweight top and under, basically.
0: Whoever yeah. wins so this It's not a championship though. match, oh, but you know nah. that they're going to be fighting for the championship whoever this wins this basically.
1: basically. Um, like I said, this was a uh, uh, same thing I think 2019. They fought. Um, Brandon Moreno won by decision. At this point, Kai kai was not the fighter that we see him now. Uh, my man got cannons at this point. He's gotten a lot stronger, a lot more technical with the boxing, and he's a lot better on the floor as well. Um, on the other side of that coin, even though Brandon Moreno won by decision, I have exactly the same thing to say about him. He's a lot better at boxing. He's a lot better technical, and he's a lot better than just being on the ground. Um, and at this point, he has the advantage. Like he's probably going to want to take this fight to the ground because that's where he has the advantage when it comes to his grappling, scrambling, and, and jiu-jitsu against Kaikara. Because, like I said, Kaikara is pretty much uh, knocked out some of the top um, top uh, flyweight in this division. He's emerged as a top challenger um The spanking he just put on Cody Garbrandt last year (laughs) when Garbrandt decided to drop to that uh, division, thought he was going to go in there and be easy-peasy, and he got lost. And I think that's when Kai France took an ascension beating a name like that. And then you add our star Askarov and then O'Hario Bunterin. That's pretty much a decent resume from your last three. Um, It's a good resume. Uh Uh-huh. Moreno obviously just fought the last three fights against uh, Figueredo. Figueredo. He got a draw, a win, and a loss in that order. Not bad. The loss was controversial. I may be biased towards Moreno in that Figueredo fight, so I personally didn't think that it was enough for a win, but I understood they did not not want to give another draw. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But in my head, if you can't force a draw, then the champ keeps there.
0: Mm, I
1: think so. Like, yeah. I don't like, I guess, and I think that fight, it was Moreno was very good starting off. I he think was. It was Moreno 1 2, and Figueredo 3 4, and 5 was uh, a mixed one. Yeah,
0: but Figueredo Moreno
1: had, had more takedown in, in that fifth round. I think that's what gave him the edge. Exactly but
0: I think, I say, I think yeah, Moreno had more
1: also had a ten eight round.
0: Mm it was the first round that he had a 10-8. The first yeah.
1: round he held position and literally sat there and I think tried three to four submission attempts. And basically, when you when you spend the whole round on someone's back uh, guard, uh, fighting over guards and actually getting at least two to three submission attempts through, that's a 10-8 round. Davis right. is going to do no damage on him. But right. obviously, as UFC comes, I promise you, I always have an issue with those scorecards <laughs> at the end of it. Because even if they all got the winner right, those rounds be wild.
0: Yeah, bro. Like,
1: ain't no way you thought this was like like um. I remember thinking Gustafsson Guff, versus Jones. One, the one that everyone thought that Gustafsson actually had a good shot. Um, that some people thought he won. Uh, Jones first takedown. He was the first one to take down Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, up Jones' right eye. Great fight. I do agree that Jones won. Right. But one judge gave him 49-46. And I it's know. like, what? I was like, like what was that?
0: Watching? Well, that's that's why um, you got to take that judge and you you got to kick him off that, or the USDA, and like, take no, him off No, seriously. That.
1: And you're going to get that with UFC. So you're always going to have those discrepancies. So some people didn't think Brandon deserved to lose that uh, that crown. Figueredo did not want nothing to do with that rematch. He didn't he want to afford he do not want the fourth and he's been really adamant about not doing it he's talking about i want kai kai friends he deserves the belt blah 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 yeah, um, yeah. But that's what i said i love dana he did the best thing he put kai kai friends and brand together and we'll figure it out um so pretty much kai's gonna be the more explosive fighter here um he's gonna start off a little early brandon likes to get his low motion fill things out um pretty much after the second though um after the first so this is a three-rounder um after the first, Moreno's going to pick it up a little bit more. Uh, basically, not allow Kai to just be more into his face. <clears throat> right. In their first fight, a lot of people remember, there was not one takedown at all. Mm-hmm. Not one yep. attempt, even. Not,
0: they no just attempts, yeah.
1: to box each other and just, you know, we're just going to fight. That's not 100% happening at all. Brandon Moreno is taking shots. He needs to go for them takedowns, and he will go for the takedowns. And not even that, like I said, at this point, that's probably his best option at winning this fight because he has a better experience and like having a fight with Figueredo for three fights on the ground, like you learn some things and having to train for that as well. You know, like he's a lot better on the ground compared to what he was in that first fight between these two. Um so I think after the first round, Brenda's gonna start taking control um pretty much as long as he get two takedowns, three takedowns, um in the second two rounds, I think he can pretty much do little things. Kai only has a 21% uh, defense when it comes to takedown, so he's a perfect opponent for it. I know he's training and looking for it, but at the end of the day, when you start looking for the takedown, that just leaves someone so dangerous like Brandon as a boxer Mm. to hit you with those combos and those things. So Kai's definitely going to have to pick and choose, and hopefully he can find a way to level it out, because if not, this is definitely going to be a decision by Moreno, and that's how I got it.
0: You got a decision. Wow. So I, I agree yeah. with a lot of your points, actually. I really do. But real quick on, on the first points you made, I'm going to bring it back to the uh, Moreno versus Figueredo. I actually de- definitely disagree with you about the that he should have uh, kept the belt because I, I do think Thank that... You, I just think the takedowns uh the takedowns definitely mean something and also like there was like uh, submission attempts uh by Figueiredo. even though he didn't get him, he definitely tried to like, you know, choke him out a few times and he still held held his own and uh, he he actually got two um two um takedowns in the fifth round, like one right after another. He took him down, Brandon got back up and he took him down again. Um and then the Brandon second one
1: also dropped Figueroa in that yeah. fifth round as well. On top of both giving each other a lot of damage. And at that point, Brandon was already ahead
0: for most people. Well, I think it was tied at that point. I'll be honest. I think at fourth round, it was tied.
1: But Brandon should have had that 10-8. Yeah. And that's
0: yeah, I, I yeah. How do you score 10-8? If I, my I, man I got, got taken down 10 that. seconds
1: in, and his back was taken, getting three submission attempts, and pretty much having to fight off the whole round, that's a 10-8 round. You got demolished there. I don't care if he didn't punch you in the face. And, like, and, yeah, and that's what it was.
0: Yeah, was. he was in control.
1: I think he was I think that first round should
0: have been a 10-8. He was definitely in control, but I definitely agree with your point that the UFC is not gonna give another draw like in that that type of fight, especially a championship matchup. They're they're not trying to do a draw in a championship matchup, no way. But coming back to this fight, uh, the Kai Kara france versus Brandon Moreno, they did fight once, and you pretty much said it all, and you you said like. The points that i was going to make they didn't go down for the takedowns honestly and that's one thing that is definitely going to change they were literally punching each other in the head the whole time a lot of significant strikes they were both like uh you know throwing a lot of punches they weren't necessarily like uh accurate with their punches but they were throwing a lot of punches you know um a lot of it was headshots. shots and uh kai is very fast so he he's able yeah. to like move around. So is Moreno, honestly. He's able to, like, move around the ring as well. And I think that that's going to help him in this in this fight. And you're definitely right that Moreno got a lot of experience from those uh, Figueroa fights. Being able to get back up off the ground, playing defense from on the ground. Now he's going to definitely use utilize more takedowns against Kaikara France. One thing I heard about Kaikara France uh, in his... um training sessions he's been doing a lot more kickboxing so i, I do think he's going to use his kicks yeah, I, uh, use his I, I could definitely see him try to use some high kicks and maybe even like some explosive kicks like spinning 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 kicks or something like spinning back kick i could definitely see him trying something like that and trying to get get away with something cuz he knows he's going to need like a a puncher's chance to be able to win this one honestly oh, yeah. i do, i do think moreno at this point is the better fighter he's got more skills mm. I, I think his his punching ability is better even though he's like a slightly shorter fighter than uh Kaikara very slight um I still think that Moreno's going to be able to hold his own even with the reach advantage and um definitely going to be able to get a few uh, ground ground shots try to ground and pound um Kaikara I'm I'm going back and forth between decision and or knockout but a knockout in the third because i i do think that they're going to be playing around with each other in the first round i think that they're going to test each other out they're not really going to go for like too many hard shots and and go underneath second round i do see like at least two knockdowns by moreno he's gonna he's gonna bring kai car france down hold them down he's gonna win that round and then in the third round that's when they're gonna go all out honestly. Kaikara's gonna he's gonna know that he's losing. He's gonna try to go out for all his shots. And that's where uh Moreno's gonna be more technical and try to win it that way. Um so honestly I, I kind of have to agree with you man. I I think it's gonna be a decision. I think it's gonna be a decision and I'm gonna give it to Moreno. I, I just think he's at this point he's a lot more skilled.
1: Our France got a chin.
0: He's got a chin. He's got a chin for sure and he and doesn't Moreno, I'll not-
1: be honest Moreno
0: don't have knockout power. But, if but Moreno he's wins one, by submission. He he has before, but I mean not if he gotta, wins if he
1: wins before the Yeah,
0: wins. right, right. I I got your point. But I mean once you get somebody on the ground, like if it's a uh, you get a few shots on him, you get an elbow shot on him, you get you know he I definitely see him try to wrestle like in this run, in this fight Moreno at least, and I think that <laughs> he's gonna be able to get like shots from over the top like punch him like from over the top, getting some elbow shots and you never know. Rep could always stop it.
1: That's that's what I'm saying. Moreno's more the type to try to pass your guard and get a submission.
0: Yeah, he likes to get a side guard.
1: Yeah, he's not the type to try to stand on top on top mound and ground and pound.
0: Right. He don't have that in him.
1: You know what I mean? So if if he goes to the ground, he's gonna be looking for a way to put it out with a submission. I just don't think he. I I don't want to say because I love this fighter, and I don't want to say and act
0: like he don't have power. Right. But right. like that's not his game. That's definitely not his game. But I just yeah. I just been watching like his training camp and he's literally been work working on that. He's been working on like getting on I top love of a fighter. His
1: camps.
0: Yeah, like he my man's a like lot literally but been...
1: comfortable and, doing everything.
0: And that's 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 what i think he's going to need to do cuz honestly Kai Kara can move around the ring very fast. He's he's able to move around just like they they're both like able to move around so fast around the ring that you don't know who's going to have control in the beginning until like you get bring somebody down. And i do think that bringing him down, holding him on like being on top of him, getting a few punches, slowing him down and uh who knows, maybe he'll get a shot or two, but i i still i'm still going to stick with you. I think it's going to be a decision. I I think that it's going to be a um, two to one, yeah, two to one. Uh, two rounds to Moreno, one round to Kai Kara.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think Kai's gonna win the first, and that's it.
0: Same thing, actually. Yeah, same. I got first round by Kara, and then the rest by Moreno. But yeah, I mean, sure. going from one matchup for well, from guys that r- doing a rematch to.
1: Well, I saying before we move into the next rematch, we gotta talk about what's next for the fighters.
0: That's right, that's right. You're right about that. Yeah. That
1: um, so, obviously, we established whoever wins is getting a shot at the belt. Um. But let's talk about who don't win, because I actually think the answer is different for for the fighter if they lose. So, Brandon Moreno, win. <clears throat> you got, who do you think is next for Kai Kara France?
0: So, I, I'm going to be honest, man. Like, I think it's going to be a, a rematch. For, if if Brandon Moreno wins, you're saying, who's next for Kai Kaikara? Yes. So, yes. if Oh, see, that's interesting. Because honestly, we we both know what happens if they both win. I mean, it's it's obvious that Dana's gonna put on another Figueredo fight, like a hundred percent sure.
1: So whoever yeah, wins, they but, go but, against Figueredo.
0: But if, if Kaito France win... but I do under, think that Oskarov is next for either one of these guys, the loser. See
1: that, That's what I think
0: is different. Who do you think?
1: So. Um, Kai France just beat Oscar two fights ago. He did, so I don't think that he's gonna give it to him, and that's Oscar's only loss. I don't think that he's gonna throw him back together again. There's one I person know. I think that's been stepping did up, just say up like, you, face no you know, yes, but not in a year when there's nothing leading up to it. Like, they, they literally fought last year, and no one knew nothing about either fighter. Now they know about Kai Kawa French France because he's fighting. He, like I said, he knocked out Cody Garbrandt, and now he's fighting um, Brandon Moreno basically for whoever wins a flyweight champion. If he if he loses this, they're not gonna give him Oscar Koboff again because Oscar has to win some fights too on top of that. Basically, after losing to Kaikov France. I think he gets up and comer Alexandre Pantoja. He's nice. Now, I like Pantoja. He's nice. If Brandon Moreno loses, I think he's get Oscar.
0: Mm. See, I'm going to be honest. I think... Yeah, see, I think, like... I'm going to be honest. I think, like, whatever happens, the winner Oscar, is going to face... Well, the, the winner is going to face Figueredo. The loser is going to yeah. face Oscarov, And then that they're going to switch it off like that. The top four are going to switch off. That's that's what I think. I'm going to be honest. Like, if Brandon Moreno loses, he's facing Oskarov. If Kaikara Francis loses, he's going to face Oskaroff. 'Cause Because, I mean, like, Oscarov yeah, just had a fight much, recently.
1: Yeah, but there's too much young blood in that division for him like, to throw the number two. And, now, number two and three just fought within the last year. They right. both – they got to fight a little more.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, they did that with Moreno and Figueredo within a year, so I, it's not like it hasn't happened before. You know, like Moreno oh, and Figueredo.
1: Right.
0: Like, I, I could definitely see, you know, it it being the next – most likely if it is Kaikara or France again. Um, you you know what? I'm I'm gonna give you bro, like
1: a... Bro, they just fought in March. Well
0: yeah, There's but not that's after. what I mean with Ficarito and Moreno have done that before when they fought like in pretty much a year. But they fought only each other for the belt. That's what I'm saying. Kaikar France just beat Oscarov
1: three like literally four months ago. That was actually his last fight. Now he's training yeah, for Moreno if he loses to Mareno, they're not going to throw him right back to Oscar
0: I don't know. I, I could see that happening just because they that, want to push... That
1: really his last fight. That, that's i saying. Literally, there's Brandon Rovell, Rovel, Alejandro Pontejo. Like, yeah, but Rovell just lost, so he can't... I promise you, everyone would rather see a rematch versus Cody Br- Garbrandt instead of him versus... Cause, like, it's about the names. like I thought that they would had a, a slight chance of being faced again. Because I thought that that was the first out of his last three fights that he's been right. on the street. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was his last one. No, I I remember watching that fight. Wrestling. I watched that like, fight with Kaikara and it. Off. They're not but
0: they're, it they're not fight, bro. Off again next. That's not next. Yeah. I don't know. If you watched that fight, that was a good fight. Like, yeah, Kaikara France won, but it was it was pretty technical. Like nobody was like about to get knocked out. Nobody was really knocked down either. Like they were fighting up top and they were throwing shots at each other that previous fight, and I just... I could see it, you know, them going at it again, because I really do think that the UFC is trying to push Asker off up the ladder right now.
1: That's what I'm saying. They
0: did, and then he lost. That's, that's why they not- want to give him another
1: chance. <laughs> but they're not going to give him another chance at Kakao France again.
0: I mean, I'm just saying, like, they did that with Moreno and Figueroa, so... For just the belt. Before.
1: For, the that's what I'm saying, like, for the belt. If, if there's no belt involved... They're not going to take two fighters who just fought each other, then lose, make each other fight each
0: other again. I promise you, the UFC have never done that. Because basically, you're saying As- both lost. I know that Oskarov wants to fight for the belt, too. You know? He definitely wants and to fight for the belt. Like, so
1: he, and at the end of the day,
0: he... There's, there's no way that he's going to wait for it. And neither one of these guys are going to drop down tremendously in the rankings. Like...
1: Kaikar yeah. France loses, he'll still be third.
0: And I and think Raino would be still right be like third him. if he loses. Yeah, same. He'll, he'll Both for on the third,
1: game. third. And Oscarov will be right behind him. And that's the whole point. I feel like they're gonna make Oscarov. It's not Kaikar France who needs another fight. It's Oscarov. Kaikar France beat him and now he's facing Raino. Oscarov haven't fought since he just lost to Kaikar France. If Kaikar yeah. France loses this weekend, they're not gonna stay. In six months or four months, you and Oscar have again. They're right. gonna make Oscar okay. fight somebody first.
0: I mean, I could, I could see him like uh. Then no, Kai. Uh,
1: wants to wait. Alex Perez.
0: No, I think that
1: Alexander Pontejo is the next up and coming in that division, and I think that's gonna be the one. Is that who you're talking about, or you meant someone else?
0: Well, no, I just think that. I don't think the um they're gonna oh, wanna yeah. make yeah I don't think they're gonna wanna uh make Oskarov wait that long because th- then you got to wait in like over pretty much a year for the belt. I think he wants to fight somebody like soon in the next like two months, two to three months.
1: Well, the he just lost to Kaikar France, so he's not in contention for the belt. He let's say he
0: no, can't stay here and wait. he would be after his wait. next fight. Is what I mean. He would be after his next fight. Are you talking about are you talking about Yes, yeah. If he wins one more fight. He would be in content like they would put him up for the belt.
1: No. If he yeah. wins more fight, you know who he's fighting next? Kai Car France. And then whoever wins yeah. that gets him the chance at the belt. That's what I'm really saying. Kai Car France is basically like Brandon Moreno and Deke Figueredo, like everyone expects Moreno to beat Kai so he can get a shot back. You know what I'm saying? So basically, True. Kai Car France is the number one contender at the division. He just beat the other three people. Ascrav is the one that has to work now to get that shot. He don't get Kai Kai France again after losing to Kai, Kai France. He needs to win one more fight, and then him and Kaikar France can fight again for whoever wins get the shot again. That's what I'm saying. Kai Kai France, he can wait around and get another shot. Oscar just lost to him three months ago. He's not getting another shot at him again without winning a fight.
0: I mean, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense, actually. That definitely makes sense, but I still just believe that the UFC loves putting on these rematches very quickly within a year, and... I don't think Oskarov's next fight is going to be until, like, December or anything. So I, I do think that, you know, this is going to be a while to, that we even see uh, who his next fighter is. Uh, Oskarov's, that is. Like yeah. we both said, whoever the winner of this is definitely going to Figueroa. Um, and obviously the loser is not going to be fighting in t- for another, like, six months either. So Right. Uh, yeah. I, I just I, – I definitely think that you you made some good points about that. I, I That could happen, but I just see the UFC playing it a lot different. Like, I, I definitely see them – playing rematches a lot more now. A lot more. Like, they, they love doing rematches now.
1: No, I just think Pante, uh Pantoja is getting that next shot
0: at one of these two. Um, but he's nice, though. Not, I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, no, he's, he,
1: nice. he's, he's up and coming. He just, he's, he snuck into that top five recently. And that's why I think he's about to start getting. I just saw him in
0: that recent fight night that he he was in, yeah. he.
1: And that's how he got the nice. to top five. He's number four now. That's what I'm saying. I think, they're gonna start giving him shots at the top contenders now, mm-hmm. and I think he gets the loser of this fight.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting though. It'll be interesting because uh, you know what—he he, he has potential two. to be a champion. Or a few weeks ago, so he literally be on the same timeline. Forever yeah, yeah. yeah. He was just on a fight night just recently. Yeah, like so I was saying literally just recently. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, like I, I definitely think he has a potential to be a champion. He's nice. Yeah, he is. I agree. Speaking yeah, of champions, thinking- though. Nah, and we go team. to the main event of the evening, the yeah. champion Juliana Pena going against the former champ Amanda Nunes. Former? You know, who? Hard to say. Well, she's still, you know. She's you know, the she... champ Juliana she... Pena just sounds so crazy. But yeah, she's still a what? What fly huh. it?
1: is it? Where is it? This bitch is so big. Featherweight.
0: Yeah. So I was gonna say, like, I
1: think she's in all the divisions. She's so damn popular, but she's only I was only gonna say it's crazy to,
0: like you said, it's crazy to like not call Manda as a champion anymore. Like the former yes. champion, that's hard to say. It's like, like, damn, she was a, like such a beast. But the one person that has always been her kryptonite has been Pena. You know, six years apart, that
1: she's been hiding from her. <laughs> thing is, been saying that she's been avoiding that fight for the last couple of years. Um, I feel like she has, yeah, though. <laughs> I don't. But let's just get let's get into it. Let's talk about it.
0: Well, no, nah, she just, really hasn't, because they the UFC wanted them to do the, you know, they wanted them to really uh go in and um what was that the season two of um what was it called? My bad. Ultimate Fighter. Yes, Ultimate Ultimate, 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 Ultimate Fighter. fighter no, I'm came,
1: yeah. like, Juliana, up leading up to this first fight, she said that uh that Amanda's been dodging her for years, basically acting like she's uninterested in fighting someone who is twelve and oh, four. Okay.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, and she she probably was, but then again, Pena didn't have the resume at that point to, to and, fight. And that's what it
1: was. That's what it really came down to. But she used to always say, Oh, I'm the one she's gonna avoid and like I mean like I, I get it. But like no, that's not true. But yeah, we already know women's band and championship is like we said, Juliana Pena shocked the world. When she submitted, and it wasn't even the submission because she did get a rear naked choke in the second round. Right. It was the beating that she put on Nunez before the submission, the yep. beating that no one seen coming in the um, second round,
0: because the first man, round was honestly like round, even. It,
1: it, no, the first round won Nunez way. Like close, yeah, closer,
0: to Nunez, but well, pretty even. Nunez ragdolled her,
1: not like damage times. But, no, I'm talking about Nunez. When she decided she wanted to take the fight to the floor, Amanda had no option. She got taken down. Now, she did a great, great job of keeping Amanda off of her when it comes to passing guards and keep it moving so she couldn't apply the damage. But it became clear in that first round, Nunez threw one kick, Peña fell. Nunez threw one punch, Peña went two steps back. Nunez went for the takedown, Peña couldn't even stop it. That first round, it literally looked like the grappling ability to take down the ground and pound was about to be disgusting. And it just looked like it was about to be over. She even went to her corner, not as Kenya, even went to her corner. Like, I forgot what she said exactly, but it was pretty much, uh, fuck, she's strong. Like, she basically told her coach, like, I, I think, I basically said, I tried to do something. But I couldn't. That's what she said. Oh, yeah, her. she
0: was like, I'm She's trying. Saying, yeah, she said, I I tried She's to hit her for something.
1: She was like, I tried, but yeah. I didn't. And then the coach was like, Don't worry, you're exactly where you want to be. Exactly. And then know, Fuck you, not but, like, you and again,
0: like you if you remember, she was, there was there was some shots that she was given as well, like in the first round. I just think it was a lot more even than people are given. it. Like people wanted to to say that Amanda had that first round because she did have two good shots on like two good shots that brought her back a little bit brought nunez back and she, she wobbled a little bit and, and the
1: man that had a takedown it was a 10-9 round 100 yeah, percent
0: it was, it was 10-9 but it was closer than like a it wasn't like a, a beating you know in the first round
1: no, it, it wasn't a beating but when you when you look at just that first round just look at the first round you thought the rest of this you thought that first round was going to be an indication of the rest of this fight right Pena literally went back to the corner and basically said, I just tried, and she's strong as fuck. And the coach was like, don't worry about it. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing.
0: But the one thing I remember is that, like, when they were on the ground, like, Nuna – or, sorry, uh, Pena was definitely able to, like, uh, counter whatever Nunes was giving her on the ground. Like, she was able to get away from that.
1: She didn't get that that. much damage on the ground because she did pass her guard very well. But when it came to the power – the punching power, the kicking power, and the takedown power, she looked outmatched as fuck that first round.
0: And of course, so, in the second round, the way she was able to win was it was a mistake by Amanda, because Amanda was really trying to go for a takedown, and then um, Pena she she kind of went around or rolled around her and got on her side, and then she that's when they were on the ground and she got the the choke like that takedown. That's how it happened. she didn't win by mistake by by Nunes. It wasn't it was, the mistake was when was, Amanda was tried to go for the takedown um, and the counter happened. But
1: to me, that wasn't a mistake because she Amanda just spent the last forty five seconds getting her face beaten. She was already I gone, mean, back, it, but... out of her feet. So to me, that Amanda going for that takedown was a mistake because at that point she was about to go flat out on her back. I've never seen Amanda like that, so I'll be honest. Amanda clearly underestimated Kenya, like most of us yeah. did, clearly by the betting odds. She yeah. must have. Underestimated how much she needed to drop. Like she usually fights at 145, but at this point, she is literally the only person in 145.
0: Hmm.
1: Like she just beat up um, I forgot what Megan Anderson. Mm -hmm. Megan Anderson had like five fights on the record, and she retired after that. Like she stopped fighting. Like, there's no (laughs) one at 145. So Nunez haven't fought in a while at 135. And I think she didn't cut weight the right way. Um, and obviously, she didn't think she had to. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's been, she been running around for the last nine years basically unstoppable.
0: Just had two babies. Come on now. Like. <laughs> so, yeah, her body was not the right way. And I don't think she
1: she underestimated Peña. So, the second round, now, mind you, I picked Amanda uh, to win. But I've never cheered so high for, like, like, the way I was chilling for Juliana. Right. Because you see her doing what she was supposed to do. Right. Amanda came out, and I always say, when you fight Nunez, she is, she has such a nasty hook. And that's mm-hmm. what she loves throwing. The hooks, the hooks, that's the hooks. That's exactly what she loves doing. Fighting Nunez, your best shot is to stay center line and shoot directly down the barrel. Any bopping and weaving, one of those hooks is catching you. Yeah. Any bobbing yeah, and weaving, you're not getting your punches through. Juliana sat there, and that's why I said, like, it wasn't one mistake that lost uh, Nunez that fight because that second round Juliana sat there, decided she, that's why she listened to her coach. He said, I forgot what he said, I think he said, like, you're stronger than her, you could take it or something. And I remember thinking, like, no, she can't, bro. Help her out. Because <laughs> like, I hate when coaches just give their corner the wrong advice. Right, like, right, right. It. Or like she literally got, like- really got kicked. And Penny is leg got kicked and she fell mm-hmm. and in my head i'm like that's how powerful and because remember Pena is so skinny compared to nunez like the mm-hmm. framework she yep. looks so small that's i'm like that's how. right there when her coach is like you exactly what you want it to be i'm like no she wasn't <laughs> i'm the floor getting wrapped up by men and nunez is the last place she want to be i'm
0: gonna be honest like i i disagree with that totally because i just the way the Pena fights is she's such a good counter fighter she loves like like you said she's she's so small and tiny in her body that she's able to roll around very easily around like people like when she rolls around that's that's the one thing that, that she loves doing when uh when they're sparring they roll like a lot and and they're literally just trying to fight for position in like on the ground and the reason i say that amanda made the mistake she didn't make a mistake for going going for the takedown but she was going for the takedown as is um Pena was on the she was on the cage. So Amanda went like she was literally going towards the cage and she didn't have any space to bring her down. So what Pena was able to do was move around her side and bring Amanda down that way. And that's that was really the mistake there. And I mean it's it's the one thing about this like this fight that's gonna happen is uh, Pena's gonna be taking her down a lot more. She's gonna try to at least. She's going to know that that's her, that's going to be her way. Cause like you said, Amanda's going to be going crazy with those hooks. I definitely agree with you there. I think that if Amanda wins, this it's a knockout by a hook, but I do think this this is going to be on the ground more. It's a, it's a long fight, five rounds. I do think that at least two of these rounds, you're going to (laughs) see on the ground for a long time, at least like two, three minutes on the ground by, you know, somebody standing on top of the other one. And, um, you know, I gave I definitely gave Pena a chance during that last fight because I I even said that it was gonna be Nunez's like toughest competition that she's ever had, like in that last fight, and I still think that's true. I think that's their kryptonite.
1: Well, see, for me, I 100% obviously I chose Nunez the first time, um, but I 100% think a big it was just her that's that was her mistake, under preparing, that was her mistake. But no. I promise you, she will not. Make that same mistake
0: again.
1: Juliana, like literally after that first round, Nunez came out cocky again. It's like, oh, like, like she do with almost everyone in the last nine years.
0: Yeah. I'll yeah, stay true. Right here. Yep.
1: You know, Holly Holmes.
0: Yep. Back and forth, point. back and forth. Right, you know left, what I'm saying? right, left.
1: That's like, literally, that's all she's doing all her career. She thought she was going to do that. Within a minute into the second round, something changed. On Amanda's face, one of those punches, because Juliana at that point was hitting her with the mean combos. One of those punches rocked her shit.
0: Definitely. Because
1: wild. I remember seeing that it wasn't even like her her body didn't react, but she gave her one of the yeah yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh go! And at that <laughs> point, I actually don't. Yeah, I'm wrong. I didn't say go. I said chill out, Pena. <laughs> Stop calm down. Right. Like don't don't, don't move do that. To crazy. Champ. <laughs> not even that. I didn't want her to go in there thinking it was safe to run into one of those hooks. Mm. I'm like, no, 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 chill, 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 stop, stop. Of course she's not listening to me. <laughs> For another straight minute, she's trading blows with the champs and I'm watching Nunez energy, co any form of cohesion. Yep. Just all of it, just slowly dropping. She can't even throw punches anymore. The body's dead. And that's what I said, she's basically out of her feet. At that point, they were up against the cage. Amanda Nunez had no option but to try to get a takedown. Because at that point, if I can get on top, I can lay on you. I can conserve energy. Even if I get on bottom, I can still hold your guard. But standing up here, getting punched for the last two and a half minutes, it's not it. the solution. That wasn't it. So at the end of the day, like, it wasn't like she made a mistake. That was her last-ditch effort. And it wasn't even that she made the choice. Her body made that choice. Mm. Being in the position she was, her body made the choice to wrap around the person that's continuously punching you and try right. to stop them from punching you. And like you said, and you just wrap around that back, yeah. that's all she wrote.
0: That's so she wrote, I, I
1: don't think that mistake happens anywhere near the same again. I just want I'm to I'm explaining to because I've i been talking to Amanda. Yes, right? So
0: Let's talk about what you think is going to happen in this fight. Like, what do you what do you think is going to be the...
1: So, Amanda hit me up last week. And I was like, how's training going? <laughs> I want to make sure you're good. And Amanda Nunez yes, or Amanda from 7-Eleven uh, down the street? No, Amanda Nunez. Yes. Like, I got her number. Like, I, I I hit her up after she goes. I was like, listen, like, you need to win. We're not taking... no. Like, we're not doing this. Like, you the woman's GOAT. We can't be having this. So, she called and she was like, All right, here's a game plan, mom, I'm going to go easy this time. My cinema... Best in my career. Mm. Fuck them kids. They're at home with daddy. <laughs> I've been working off that baby fat and like we back in the game. I fuck them kids. So man. she said, Sanima, we've been good. I've been working on my wrestling, and I've been working on my on my defense. She was like, it's not that I need to work on my defense. I just was I was getting too too I'm I was having too much fun out sure. there. Exactly. So first round, she's gonna be very slow. Uh try to use that distance. For the first time in a long time, you're going to see Amanda not be the aggressor in the first round. She's going to try to play a little bit. Now, here's the thing: the over/under is two and a half rounds right now. Because if Amanda don't knock someone out in the first round, right, they go to three.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, mind you, this is a five rounder, and she barely takes any any championship fights to five rounds. Mm-hmm. I do think this will go to three and a third-round knockout by Amanda Nunez because I think she's going to wow. be a lot more cautious to not overexert herself knowing she got five rounds, baby. Mm. She know that girl's stuck in there with her for five rounds. Let me not try to put her out in the first two minutes like I always do. Mm-hmm. She's going to take her time, be a little slow um, in the first round. Like I said, she's worked on her cardio, and then she's going to conserve her energy, and she's going to pick apart Pena. Pena's going to try to stay in there. Um By a certain, just basically how it happened when she won, she's gonna keep getting hit and hit, and after a couple rounds of damage, I think it's just gonna be a ground and pound knockout if she don't go out from a straight punch. I think she got enough of a heart to not go out, but to fall on the ground. Right. But at the end of the day, it, either way, it's gonna be a, a KO or a TKO in the third round for Newlands. And it's maybe I'll be honest, I'm thinking second. But I you know man, I know man I mean, that wants to not make that mistake again. So I'm gonna give her three. I'm gonna give her three. And I
0: told I her to take three. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, even if it's second. I'm gonna be honest, because like the way Nunez used to fight, at least like she used to take people out in the first and second round, like you said. I mean, definitely wouldn't be surprising to me. Um, for me, I I just think this fight is gonna go back on the ground. I think that Penny is gonna go back to what she loves and to what actually helped her win. I, I do think I agree with you a bit on the first round. I think it's going to be a little bit slower. I don't think the man is going to go out there headhunting, like trying to just knock knock the head off of Pena. I think that it's going to be a little slower, moving around the ring a little bit. Um, she's going to try to make sure that she doesn't get down in that first round so she doesn't lose any uh, like stamina. Because uh, I do think that in the second round, or maybe even like towards the end of the first round, she's going to start throwing, throwing a lot of shots and. She's gonna be able to use those uh, those kicks that she always uses. Amanda Nunez is known for like throwing kicks. Um, one thing that Pena doesn't do, and she didn't do in the last fight either, is that She didn't throw any kicks, like like not mm-hmm. many at least. And um, she definitely, didn't think she had to. I mean she she didn't, but still like you want to you want to add that in your repertoire a little bit, you know, just so just so you can like make people like think like oh are they gonna go below or up top, you know. Um, right. I just I just definitely think uh, the. The way the Pena wins is obviously the way she won last time. She's gonna get a submission. Like that's the only way she wins. She gets a submission. Yep. We both think. She's not gonna off like that. Yeah. Like you don't it's see her. You don't see her winning by decision, right? Nope. Pena, yeah. I don't I, and, one of them winning by decision. Cause I'll be honest.
1: Uh, I don't think this fight goes five rounds. Like I just don't. I just don't see it.
0: Really? So I'm gonna have to disagree there. I think it's gonna go five rounds. that Nunia's decision. I got a Nunez decision. I think it's going to go five You're rounds because,
1: yeah, because
0: like we said, I think it's going to be slow in that first round, and I think that Nune, or sorry, Pena knows that she's going to need to go on the ground to win this fight, and if she goes on the ground, she's going to try to stay on the ground and keep Nunez on the ground. I don't think Nunez gets submitted this time because she's definitely worked on her counters. I definitely think that you know one of these rounds is going to be like a boring round where they're on the ground for a long time, and it might not be pretty to see, but it's it's gonna lead on to the next rounds. I think it's gonna be a definitely a bloodbath. You're gonna definitely see blood from both of these women, and definitely like Pena and and Nunez are both gonna they're gonna get bloodied up. I just think it's, it's gonna be a brutal fight. Um, you know, what? I I I can't I can't say that it's gonna be a knockout just because I haven't seen a knockout by Amanda in over like three years. So I'll be honest, like I can't call it that. Well, here's what I think. I just
1: don't think Juliana got the. I just don't think she got it to go for championship rounds. See, that's what I'm saying. If this was a three I mean, rounder, a lot of Juliana's
0: fights are uh, in the later rounds, anyways. Like it's, I mean, in the third round, like usually, you know, and it's, this it's was not but a championship she's about match. To
1: spend up. three rounds getting beat up by Amanda. And like I said, like I know you're old. Oh, that that could have happened last time. We're about to see a whole different Amanda this time, and that's my point. She's gonna be a lot more meticulous while well, taking her time, but that doesn't mean she's gonna let her run around the cage for five rounds. That fight mm-hmm. is not lasting five rounds.
0: I mean, I I agree with you. It's gonna be a totally new Amanda. I think she's definitely worked out a lot more in and you could see that when she was on Ultimate Fighter. You could just see that she's been waiting for this fight. She's been like itching for this one. But I do think that Penny's not a scrub either. She knows what she's gotta face. And she knows that she knew that this was gonna be the rematch. So she literally, after she won, she knew that she was gonna go back because to this. So she's been preparing for that, this the man. whole time. And I get you. I definitely think that she's gonna go back to what she knows. Go on the ground, try to get her on the ground, make her tired, try to get submissions. But I do think Amanda's gonna stay away from those submissions. But one of one of the these rounds is gonna be like literally four minutes on the ground. So it's not even, it's gonna be like a wash in one of these rounds. So you know, not not too many punches, at least one of them. But I definitely think that it's going to go the distance, I'll be honest. I, I, I don't know. I don't see
1: a... I've seen, uh, you got to think, Juliana was able to get a one takedown on 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 Amanda, but she has to punch Amanda's face in for two minutes for Amanda to get that <laughs> tired. I don't think Kenya yeah. just gets a random takedown fresh on a fresh Nunez. It's enough to where she gets the takedown and then keeps control. Like she can get a takedown. I could definitely set you with them hooks I can definitely see her knocking uh, uh ducking onto one of them, getting a nice little single or double. Um, but I don't see her holding full out on Amanda New for a whole round.
0: I mean, I like in in the last fight she was. You getting remember of as well. a,
1: do you remember where Amanda came from?
0: <laughs> I know, I know Gracie. People cool. forget. Yeah. Because she loves knocking people out. Mm-hmm. The
1: girl is Brazilian. Mm-hmm. They learn that shit in their blood.
0: Like And she's been she's in the not, Gracie school of
1: She's not a scrub on the floor. She just loves she just
0: loves coach people. Well she's she's got longer arms than everybody else. So she's has she's she's one of the biggest arms. women in,
1: in that division. She's never had to go to the floor.
0: Yeah. I agree can. with that, but but like you like you saw in the previous one, like if if she didn't get submitted, she would have been on the floor for a while. I feel like, like yeah. that, that yeah. would have been the case. That would have been the case in the last one. Um with this one you know what? You you probably could be right because Amanda's had the history of knocking people out, and I just haven't seen hasn't haven't seen her and do submission. it in the last three years. So
1: I think if she gets someone, if she gets Pena on the ground, and even our Pena get her on the ground, Amanda's mm-hmm. gonna look for that submission. Like she's gonna be meticulous because she's going to try to make this finish stick. She got
0: embarrassed. Yeah, it was embarrassing. She knows,
1: All right. she knows she can't go out there and look for the knockout. Because she's going to get embarrassed again. Mm. Which means that she's trying... I know she's going to try to find other ways to make it a finish. She don't want it to go to decision, and she won't let it. Mm. Because if it gets to that damn fifth round, I promise you she's going back to her old Amanda throwing hugs. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, if it gets to that fifth, she's going to try to knock her out. Like, she do not want this to go to decision. And I think even if it goes to the floor, Amanda's going to get an armbar. Mm. That's what hey. I'm saying. Payne is so damn small compared to Amanda and like yeah, but her counters that- are
0: very good on the ground and I just think that I I do agree that if this fight goes to decision though I think that Nunez is probably going to win four of those rounds easily like it's it'll be like 4 to 1 you know so even if it's a decision yeah. it's it's going to look like a it's going to look like literally a one-sided fight if it's a decision I, I agree with you that Nunez is like back like she's waiting for this she's ready to like win her title back you know she wants it Oh yeah she wants to show people that she's back after having kids after you know being on the Ultimate Fighter again, having to wait for this fight for so long again. But...
1: That's so, true. They had a lot more to do with, with this Ultimate Fighter. So I know she knows. Like I think pain, it's so embarrassing for Nunez having to go through all that because she knows she should have won. At the end of the day, you didn't show up. You lost. But I know she showed up again. Um, mm-hmm. But the question is for both these fighters, because it's a wild answer for either one. What's next? So we both got Amanda winning. Obviously, she's gonna have to face another top contender in that division. Don't be honest, do you?
0: Do you give them a trilogy? And that's what I was about to say. I
1: don't. See, I do. If 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 Amanda Amanda wins, wins, it's gonna be in dominating fashion. Most people consider that first one not to be a fluke, but they like everyone. Like, here's how I know how everyone sees this. Everyone looked at Pena beat Amanda up like that and still got her at damn near 600 underdog. Because we all understand what happened.
0: Right, right, right. We all but understand
1: was... what happened when you're at the top of that hill, you get a little did cocky, and you, like, you didn't use, she didn't use her game plan. She thought she was going to go out there and just knock someone out, and she got knocked out. That's not going to happen again. So but that I was her game
0: plan, though. She did use it. She tried to knock Pena out, and it didn't work. Well, she didn't do it in a smart way.
1: Anyone watching that fight, I remember looking at it like, like literally, I remember before I started cheering for Pena, I was yelling at Amanda, like, "What are you fucking doing? Like, stop getting hit! Like, stop! Yeah. Put your hands up! Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, stop leaving yourself open." She wasn't worried about it until she had to worry about it. Now she's worried about it. So I think that if she wins, it's going to be in a dominating fashion, and no one—and I literally mean no one—is going to be interested in seeing a trilogy.
0: Mm, I, see, I, I don't Do agree with that. Just because Pena's beaten her, her twice. Do you think already? just because he beat her? Not twice. Well, six years ago, didn't they fight like way, way before? Uh, I don't think so. I thought they fought he like is, way before. Uh, I, I don't think awesome it was even like in the UFC though. I think was. You know,
1: their second one. You no, know, that, that's what I'm This is their second one coming up, but that's what I said. He has Look, been saying so for years. Okay, so, no, yeah, so the, they
0: didn't fight. Okay, you're right. So um,
1: been saying for years that a man has been avoiding her, facing all other top contenders except for her. That's what right, Well, no, I,
0: I did hear that they used to spar and stuff like with each other. They they were sparring partners or something uh, back in the day, like six years ago, before they actually fought in December for that. Yeah, no, they never actually fought before. That's what I'm saying. Like we
1: understand how she won this fluke, and I'm not. I don't like calling a fluke because she put the work in. She didn't just win by a lucky punch. She beat her up. But the fight itself was a fluke. Avana comes and dominates, knockout, submission, or even, like you said, 50, what is it, 60-57 win? Even mm-hmm. if she dominates four rounds to one, like you said, all three of those outcomes, I don't think Tanya gets another shot. Especially because they just okay. spent the whole six months doing the whole ultimate. It's like, I don't think Dana wants to deal with that. Not yeah. to mention because I also think that... Number two contender Caitlin Vera at 13 and 2, who mm-hmm. just beat up Holly Holmes. Holly Holmes, yeah. Oh, she beat her. Is, I think she deserves a shot next. So I think, like, I don't. That's the thing. The big names come with the rematches. Yep. Pena made herself a big name because she beat Nunez. If she loses to Nunez, no one's going to care about her anymore. And that's not even trying to lose. If she be loses a, in a
0: crazy so, fashion, no, like you said, like, I agree with down you there. The
1: but if she loses a close decision and a split decision, 100% don't give her the third.
0: But you know what? i I'll probably agree with you. I think Kaitlyn Vera's been waiting for a long time. And, and this
1: like is I said, just some of the top contenders, and I think she it's deserves her shot. Pages, and whoever yeah. whoever wins, because well, obviously, whoever, if Nunes wins, you have to give her who's next in line. Yep. Obviously, there's no, there's no you know, grudge matches or no re- Like, Nunia just faces the next one up. That's just always how it is. There's right. not enough women that have to vision to go around. Exactly. Pena win, she basically the same thing. She's not gonna get to choose. She might want Nuñez again because if she wins twice, she definitely gonna want Nuñez again. Cause that's the yeah. most money she'll make, and then she, in her head, she she thinks she could beat it for a third time.
0: Of course, yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? And if she loses twice, I promise you, Dana White still might make that third fight. Cause so we're talking about a woman's go get beat twice by someone. It's 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 literally. Alexander Volkanovsky and Max Holloway all over again. That's what You're I was saying. Like it's. The division you just you love lost trilogy, to the up and comer twice. But that's only if Nunez lose. If she lose again, 0 2, they're throwing her against the again. If she wins, they're just moving to the division next in line. Especially, well, like I said, if it's in dominant fashion. But if it's a close match, a good one, all five round decision, and it was a tight one, then, yeah, I do see them saying it, make it happen again. Because there ain't no one left to fight in that division. And like I said, Amanda don't have no one to even fight in 145, so she might as well take that fight again.
0: Take the 135, yeah. I mean, I'll be weight. honest, I, I like that, that Caitlyn Barrow, because I I watched That's her true. against um, Misha Tate, like, last year when she fought, like, well, yeah, pretty much she a year and a half ago now.
1: And she's a great <laughs> jiu-jitsu artist.
0: Yeah, she I, is, and I definitely, uh, definitely think that she has a chance with Nunez, even though she's a lot smaller than Nunez, like, size-wise, height-wise. And, you know, they're pretty much, like, 10 pounds under, but, you know, everyone is pretty much on, on Nunez. So. Right, right. But it, it's going to be interesting, man, because Pena says that she's Nunez's kryptonite, and we'll see if that happens this weekend. And it's going to be some crazy matchups, crazy matchups yes, in this I- one.
1: I chose Amanda Nunes against uh, Pena the first time, and Pena gave us the biggest upset in women's sports history. I promise you, knowing that, knowing that, take me back after Pena Nunez again, because it don't even matter. I <laughs> don't care. Nothing, nothing Pena could do can make me think she's going to win this fight again. And I know that's so crazy, because we all the same thing the first time.
0: I know. But, well, if not, not no everyone, play bro. Play I gave her a chance. Place. I said I gave her a chance. And that's well, I ain't no strength twice in the same place, man. I'm telling you. I mean, it does, though. It literally does. I know a man. I literally I've know a man from Michigan that got hit, it. like, three times by lightning in his life.
1: That <laughs> man moved.
0: No, he, <laughs> nah, he was in Michigan. He was just in a bad area. He was in the, my like, literally
1: if he got my struck man was sitting by next
0: lightning, like, a magnet or something. Two steps
1: to the left and got struck by lightning. Like that's his fault. Because if you get struck by lightning, you should have stood exactly where you were.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you, man. I think that Nunez, she has to take this championship back. It's her time again. Oh, it's yes. It's ready for her. And oh, yes. it's gonna be It's going to be fun to watch, though. This weekend, UFC 277 is happening on July 30th. 2022 and we're definitely going to be watching it and i hope you guys are watching it too and oh, you guys yeah. are watching our video just make sure again you click that like button and the subscribe button hit that notifications bar so you guys can know when we got new videos out and also if you guys want to check us out wherever you get your podcasts take a listen to us on apple spotify you know wherever you get them we're also on social media right anywhere and everywhere
1: i was just talking to. uh uh, one of our homeboys uh, Some of our homeboys They have their own podcast uh, Dangerously Average Dudes uh, Shout out to them Ray D- And Chris podcast. I was talking to them go. today um, We was You know Collaborating on certain things And I was like I think we got social media Everywhere Except for Reddit And I just like I don't think we need to For Reddit um, But <laughs> so We, so we got to get We got to get really on Reddit on Discord. We got So with Discord and Reddit You got to get The fans To join right. you In those communities to you know, because at this it's point it? it's gonna be me, you talking to ourselves. Um. So yeah. So we we love the interaction. We're everywhere. So if you don't use Facebook, you don't use Instagram. We got TikTok. We got Twitter. We we all TikTok. The platforms the podcasts. TikTok. You know not exactly. Why don't you take a guess at what's in here? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Um. But you you already know what it is, and we love the interaction. A lot of our ideas lately have been coming from you guys, actually. Um, so cool. we just we just love giving you guys good sports content, I mean, That's why we're here. And it's been a little over a year, and we got so much in store for you guys.
0: Exactly. Make sure you guys ask us questions and and leave comments oh. below to, to let us know what you guys want to hear from us. We we love taking your suggestions. Honestly, like we yeah. just did an episode earlier earlier this year where we talked about mo- movies and sports. You know, so we. we we don't always do just match us. We do a lot of different type of things that revolves around sports. So yep, let us know anything. what you want to hear, y'all. Oh
1: yeah. And, and even and there's again, sports that we don't cover. We uh we got some people already asking us for baseball, so we, we're gonna pick that up next season. Um there's so many other sports that we just get our feet wet. So all sports things just the way here for a minute.
0: That's right, that's right. And again, really appreciate you guys checking us out and sticking with us and we'll see you guys next time on who you got with Melo and rado see you guys peace